Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Look, parents and children, this is the happy happy life for so many people but there's a bunch of fathers out there for whom well it's an irreplaceable void in their lives and that is the loss of a child uh, dads who've lost children at all ages Felicon is a group we've talked to and about many times on the program and now one Felicon volunteer Mark Millard has set up a soccer team uh, soccer club and they meet once a month at the district health and leisure in Glenmire just for a kick about and all the dads have in common the loss of a child and it's just a way to bring them together it's not the first there's another one in Dublin Mark joins me uh, Mark the first kick about was earlier this month and it was good I think good morning Good morning. Yeah, thanks, PJ. Yeah, absolutely. Um, really good turnout for the first one. Uh, nine nine fathers turned up. Um, many more has contacted me and will be available in, for a kickabout in April, probably weather permitting. But yeah, we had a really good start. We had a really good start. And um, I'm, I'm just pleased, you know, the the dads had, a, had somewhere to come and, you know, a little bit less formal maybe. And um, yeah, it went well. It went well. Great start. We'll talk more about it a little bit later and why it might be possibly a better way for dads to, to come together who have something, a grief like this in common. Take me back to when Isaac was born. I described that time to me. Yeah, um, 2013. He will be 10 April the 4th. It was a beautiful April morning and uh, it was just a normal appointment. You know, we'd attended many before, CUMH. Within sort of 30 minutes of being seen, the whole world changed, really. Although, to be honest, I didn't want it to change and probably held on to that a little bit longer than my wife did at the time. Basically, uh, Isaac was quite sluggish in mummy's tummy. You know, the usual thing with that is to get them going, you have a glass of Lucasade. Sort of gets the baby moving. So, you know, I thought that nothing of it, to be honest. As time passed, they, you know, Isaac didn't really respond to the Lucasade. And then, uh, you know, it got a little bit more serious at that point. Again, I held on to everything I could. But um, in the end, Jill's eyes said it all. Told me, yeah, her eyes told me that this is uh, not quite going to go to plan. It was a thing called Pato syndrome or mm. is it trisomy 13. But Absolutely. It, it was devastating for, for poor Isaac. 
this wasn't something that would show up on a routine scan. There was no sign of it. It didn't show up on any routine scan. Um, but Pat Howes was, we weren't thinking Pat Howes at that stage. We didn't know. You know, we just knew Baby was in distress. There was something going on that wasn't quite right. And it was a case of let's get to the emergency room and ha have Jill have the C-section. And it was later on we found out that Pat Howes, or tri like you say, trisomy, 13 is non-conducive with life so as soon as that that was diagnosed we knew we were facing you know a very difficult decision ultimately you you were going to have to let him go there was no there was no chance here no absolutely right pj there was no chance it was honestly it was a case of when we found that out it was a case of just how long were we going to allow um, the assisted breathing to happen? Were we going to, you know, he, would he have been in more pain as time went on? Probably so. So, you know, at that stage, you never, you know, you're your own son. You're never going to allow them to be in any pain unnecessarily. So that was a decision we had to make two days later, you know, on the 6th of April. How do you cope? How do you cope? You know, Jill is going through her agony. It's our instinct as men, I think, to want to fix things. This is something oh. you can't fix. Fraud. I think I've never felt as helpless and as useless as I did mowing the lawn many times after Isaac had passed in that April. You know, I've got to get on with something. I've got to, you know, keep things ticking over, keep, t keep focus, make sure my eldest son, Quinn, he's fine. Wrap my arms around Jill, but make sure she doesn't have to worry about anything else. And you, you push everything else. You push the bereavement. You push your emotions as far down as you physically can get them. Mm. Uh, honestly, I think I, I turned into a DIY enthusiast, which was completely the wrong thing to do, mm. but it was just the mechanism I had for coping. Honestly, PJ, long-term, wasn't ever going to work. Velochon. When and how did they come on the scene? Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, uh, thankfully... They came on the scene immediately. So when we were in the CUMH, the first thing you get offered, fortunate to get offered, thanks to Fela Khan providing it, was what we call a cuddle cot. Uh, this cuddle cot is like a cold cot. It's cold, right? So okay. it keeps Isaac, it keeps him uh, as he should be, comfortable okay. and looking great. Okay? okay, and that was a Fela Khan resource that we grabbed immediately. Thank goodness, because I was able to lie next to him we were able to cuddle him we were able to hug him we were introduce him to all the family and everything even when he'd passed thankfully the nurses at cumh brought that to our attention immediately which was brilliant four weeks after you know the memorial we had for isaac which was the 9th of april we attended our first failure Khan support meeting you know very short period after if you think about it how raw that was and i think 
it was meant to be to be there four weeks later because obviously from what where we are now 10 years on and isaac's birthday approaching where we're volunteering and my wife is actually working for fela khan so we were meant to be there for several reasons one of which we met um mums and dads who were in the absolute same boat as us who have become sort of lifelong friends since mm-hmm. Fela Khan came into our lives and they're still a, a massive part of our lives now I think things for happen for a reason Isaac brought us together I think he 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 brought not only our friends to us mm-hmm. but he brought Fela Khan into our lives it are all bereaved parents they know exactly what you're going through and I think that's that's powerful in itself. And you need that, PJ. You know, when you go to that first meeting, Mark, Yeah. you are still going through. And I imagine even today, 10 years on, you're still going through it. But going to that first meeting, how, how important is it to know that looking around all these people, they know where we are. They know what this is like. How important is that, Mark? Absolutely essential, because ultimately you can be open and honest and transparent you can be you and i think that's great well the best will in the world you you have family and friends around you who are trying to for want of a better word fix you and make everything better but Fela khan the brit you know not only the facilitators of that meeting which i remember vividly they're aware of exactly where you are exactly how you are feeling and I think that allows you to just begin to open up. Is there a sense or was there a sense, I'm the first person, we're the first people this has ever happened to? Yeah. When you're in the hospital initially, when it happens, you are the only persons, <laughs> the only parents who have ever been through this. And then when you go to your first support meeting, you realize that you're not alone. Although super raw obviously and and 10 years on still is um you feel though you can talk to somebody who knows exactly where you are that in itself you know if we had that for all grieving processes we're unfortunately members of a club that we don't want any further people joining yes but unfortunately that's not the reality of the world we live in today isaac will be 10 on the 4th of april which is about a week and a bit away how do you mentally prepare for that? Well, it's another huge milestone. You know, when the children go to school, you know yourself, when you celebrate double digits, they call it, mm. we're going to miss yet another one. Isaac's going to miss my eldest son's confirmation as well. It just becomes another milestone that's been missed. Easter's coming up. We've missed Christmas. It doesn't get any easier. That's the fact. Mentally, we prepare to celebrate. 100% we usually find a secluded beach write his name and how old he is and take the photo and we always do that there's always balloons up in the air and so on we we always celebrate his birthdays mm. we always celebrate Christmases with him he gets presents and and so really yeah 100% 100% yeah I'm actually sat next to his Christmas present at the moment which is a Star Wars figure we got him which would have been perfect so he, yeah we celebrate everything you say that 4th of April is his 10th birthday. Why is it so important to stay in the present tense, Mark? Oh, it's... It, 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 the one thing as a bereaved parent is you will never, ever fill... Nah, no matter how many children you have first, 
you know, I had Quinn, he's my eldest, Isaac came next, and we've had our girls and Albie since. Nobody replaces Isaac. And nobody replaces the baby or the child you lose. They are an integral part of the family. And that's the way you have to have it. It's the one thing as a dad, actually, one thing as a father that I maintain. I, uh, and I say to other fathers is celebrate every milestone, celebrate every birthday as if they're there and they are with you. Yeah. I, we, I'm still convinced he's watching over me. I'm still convinced he's somehow coordinating the things I do, volunteering for Fela Khan for one. You, you go and talk to him at Little Garden, do you? I do, yeah. He's buried um, in Little Island. We don't call it the grave. We've never done that for, uh, for the kids. We've called it the lovely garden. It's Isaac's lovely garden. Uh, first year, I spent every single evening with my folding, folding chair. Every single evening of that first year, I would go and I would shoot the breeze after work because I, you know, drive home past the, the lovely garden, updating him on what mummy was doing, updating him on what his big brother was doing, telling him all the boring stuff about my work. That again, PJ, go back to what you said about fathers maybe, you know, need things a little different. Yeah. And that's what worked for me. Probably if you asked my wife, she said, well, that wouldn't be anything for me. That wouldn't mean as much as maybe the failure can't support meetings. But for me, that solace, that, you know, chatting away, I felt that he was there and listening. And that's what I needed. Yeah. Come back to the football, because that's the whole purpose of this conversation. Where did you get the idea? I, I'm not going to claim the idea as my own. A fantastic gentleman called Tony up in Dublin, who also works for Fela Khan started it in Dublin and we knew it was a great idea when he started it and it was just a case of who's going to take up the reins in Cork because we need it as the kickabout happened this week we had nine dads turn up ranging from very recently bereaved PJ which was really surprising but I was really happy as well to people like myself 10 years in and, and others a little longer but it was a great idea from from Tony in Dublin but it was a great idea that needed to be it needs to be spread around Ireland and why not Cork to next so the, the idea was there it was just a case of right let's do this because the dads need it there's a kind of a men's shed uh, vibe <laughs> about it isn't there Mark in <laughs> it the, is. you know we we are we men we're, we're awful we, yes. we don't talk. We keep it all inside and we bottle it all up. We need distractions. We need to fix engines or, or kick a ball or watch matches. Absolutely. And that you, you've just described it to an absolute heat because we, that's exactly what we got with the kickabout. Because it's informal, isn't it? If you get on a pitch, you start kicking a ball around, suddenly you start chatting. That's exactly what happened. And it was absolutely phenomenal. I found out so much from these these dads about their their baby boys and baby girls and how they you know how they're feeling now how they're going through hell how they're trying to sort of fix the issue stay protective and these were gentlemen in you know really early stages of bereavement and i was like you have to mind yourself as well just be careful because you know i i know and did exactly what you're doing now and you know you eventually hit the wall I, I'm thankful for those the, those dads that came along, and I hope to see many more. When is the next one? So April April seventeenth is the next one. Uh, so a month away, which is just as well because we all said we need the time to recover. But 
the great thing is, you know, I have a, a WhatsApp group with every single one of them and I'm adding more daily and we're staying in contact. And every single one of them said, if ever you want to chat, reach out. It's a really good start. We're nowhere near finished, but it's a really good start. And when Isaac's birthday comes around next week, you'll have a lot mm. to tell him about his dad's new soccer team. A hundred percent, hundred percent. He'll be uh, updated fully and we've got a confirmation in the midst as well and his younger sister's birthday. So he's, he's got a busy schedule. <laughs> yeah, I'll bore the ears off him, but you know, he'll listen well, I'm sure. Mark, it's lovely talking to you. I'm sorry for your loss, but I think you are fantastic in what you're doing to give back. Yeah, thank you, PJ. And look, um, Fela Khan's there for us all. If God forbid you ever need us, we're here to help. And uh, you know, my number's available. You know, any dads out there, you're very welcome. To just drop me a text if you feel you like it. You know, if you don't just now, just keep it in the back. You know, keep it on the... Uh, in your contacts and you may need me or want to chat in the future I'll give all the contact details out in a minute Mark thank you thank you PJ appreciate it cheers fella Mark Millard Quartz 96 FM